You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. by the Saints for a touchdown! It's your inside pass to everything Saints football. And the kick is good! We'll take you to places most fans never go. We'll watch from 60. To practice, to the sideline, to the locker room. Following every twist, turn, and touchdown of the Saints season. That is going to be a touchdown! Taysom Hill! Taysom TD! Welcome to Inside Black and Gold. And that is going to be a touchdown again. And guess who? Mike Thomas. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. Oh, baby! We are Inside Black and Gold. Steve Geller along with Jeff Nowak for another edition of some free agency hubbub with this team that's been making a splash despite everyone saying every year, I guess you could say, they're in cap hell. Uh, there have been some readjustments to, to contracts. We have a number change, some legal news that's not involving Alvin Kamara. Uh, we heard from uh-huh. the new, Saints' new tight end, Juwan Johnson. Well, not new tight end, re-signed tight end, Juwan Johnson today. And then we'll also get into a little bit of what else this team needs to do in free agency and even in the draft going forward. I think we kind of say it all the time, Jeff, there really is no offseason and this offseason right now has definitely been more entertaining than the regular season was for me. Yeah, it's been busy. You know, I, I think the reason this 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 offseason feels a little crazier in terms of free agency, at least, is, you know, it's rare to see a team lose six free agents and possibly even rarer to see a team kind of being OK with losing six free agents. But that's what that's what's happened. Obviously, we don't need to go over them all again. We put out an episode yesterday kind of running through them all, but I will name them, right? So Marcus Davenport to the Vikings, Deontay Hardy to the Bills, Andy Dalton to the Panthers, Shai Tuttle to the Panthers, David Onyemata to the Falcons, and Caden Ellis to the Falcons. The Saints have replaced them, at least on the defensive tackle side, with Colin Saunders from the Chiefs. And I got that name right yesterday and today, so I'm winning. We don't know the specifics on his deal yet, but we do know the specifics on the other guy, which is Nathan Shepard. And we were talking about this before we came on. They they signed him to a three-year, $15 million contract, 10 million of that is guaranteed. I didn't expect it to be that big of a deal based on, you know, his production and career to this point. Um, And it makes you wonder like whether they were trying to re-sign Shy at all because he got three years, 19 million from the Panthers. And you have to imagine if they were really going after him, they could have gotten to that number if they were going to hand Colin Saunders. I'm sorry, if they were going to hand Nathan Shepard three years, 15 million. That's a big deal for him. And then obviously later in the day, three years, 12 million to Jamal Williams, who we're going to have a lot of, 
a lot of this segment here is going to be Jamal Williams vibes because I think more than anything else, what people need to understand about Jamal Williams is he is an experience. He's not just a football player. Yeah, and I, I love the move with the defensive tackles. To me, it was there was a pretty big drop-off in that run defense last year, and I'm assuming that you know this was a clear shot and signal that they were out to upgrade there and it's it's hard to say you know losing david mod david onyamata was a good thing but it just seemed like uh we had talked about it before he had reached his ceiling with his team uh kind of deal we knew what to expect kind of from him and shy tuttle was always a decent rotational piece for this team i, I just think that they got definitely good value with these moves and you're able to uh, address that position still that that's going to remain a need though going forward i'll be interesting to see if there's any more free agents they do- decide to draft uh to to uh, bring into the team but the, the nfl draft for me is still a must on the defensive tackle side and yeah i was really blown away with the signing i couldn't believe they got jamal williams i didn't think any way the saints would be able to compete in that running back market for him and it almost seems like they kind of snuck in with that deal for him and uh, really surprising that the Detroit Lions let him go especially just seeing not only obviously the touchdown production but that emotional vocal voice in that locker room that you could tell people gravitated to and I think that's that's something that I always struck me as a surprise with Demario Davis not just his talent but how the Jets let that voice out their locker room with Williams. He even seems obviously like a more animated piece. And I cannot wait to see how that's paired up with a guy like Alvin Kamara. Yeah. So we're going to get into more of the, the potential free agents, whatever in the, in the final segment. So we can put a pin in that for now. One thing I do want to mention before we move on is the Marcus may had his charges refused by the DA for a lack of evidence. So he will not be facing any criminal charges in that. We're going to be on the lookout now for a potential suspension because that could still come down. So that's going to be something to watch heading into next season. And it might change what you do at safety. But we're going to talk a little bit more about that in the back half. Also, the Saints have re-signed Blake Gillikin, And he will be wearing number five. Derek Carr will be wearing number four. And if you go on Twitter, there's a very, very well-drawn uh, graphic by Blake um, that is... That's uh, not not great, actually. I take it back. It was It's ugly. But what is great is basically any soundbite you can find <laughs> of Jamal Williams. And we're going to start with the one that that really, like, I, I wasn't even, I was kind of halfway aware of Jamal Williams, right? But then in week 18, they go out and they beat the Falcons. I'm sorry, they beat the Packers in a game that meant nothing to the Lions and everything to the Packers. And Jamal Williams breaks Barry Sanders' touchdown record. And Ooh, then he's, yeah. he's talking to... Lisa Salters. And, you know, I need you, I'm going to, I'm going to warm you up for this clip by saying it's going to start very, very emotional, but it, it will be hilarious by the end. And I need you to understand that going in, you're going to be like in the first like 30 seconds, you're going to be like, why are you playing me this clip? And then by the end of it, you're going to understand. So here it is. You broke Barry Sanders record. What does that mean to you? Uh, my great grandfather died on me. I'll just dedicate this to him. I'm just proud. I'm just grateful to do this for him. My grandfather, he was 92, but I'm just grateful for him to be in my life, and I'm grateful to be able to play football and do this for him. So 
there's a lot of memories, a lot of emotion happening right now, but I'm just grateful. I'm grateful to be able to play this game for my great-grandfather, and I'm glad that he's looking down on me. I know I'm making him proud. You said this ball's for him? Yeah, this is for him. Another thing, stop playing us, man. We made, we the Detroit Lions. We the Detroit Lions. Stop playing with us. I don't even watch TV, but I heard everybody already picked their, picked the Packers over us. Stop playing with us. That's all I got to say, man. Don't let these tears fool you. It's all dog around this mug. I'm good. Former Packer right here. I saw you talking to Aaron Rodgers for quite a bit after. What'd you guys say? Man, I just appreciate him for my first four years in the league of just showing me how to be a professional. Love you too, buddy. Just showing me how to be a professional and just showing me how the league works and, you know, how to go about your business the right way. So I just gave him his appreciation of just showing me a, as, as a vet. So, yeah, tears, then, then, then very, very righteous anger, and then all love. I'm grateful for everything. <laughs> this is very funny to me. That, and that is Jamal that, Williams in a nutshell. You, you hear that emotion, obviously, you know, paying homage to his grandfather. And towards the end of it, you hear him, all right, getting himself together. And then when he does finally get himself together with his feelings, you can tell then, wait a minute, you're right. It turns suddenly to, to anger, like, and you know what? You better stop, stop doubting us. <laughs> yeah, he experienced the entire, like, gamut of human emotions in, like, 90 seconds. There, it's all there. It's it's all in there. You can get it. You, you can stop it at any point and be like, okay, there's this, there's this. But yeah, like this is an emotional leader in the locker room. And like you kind of see that as you kind of go through these clips. Here is a clip of him kind of breaking down the huddle, which is pulled from Hard Knocks, which the Lions were on. I think this was this was prior to the 2022 season, obviously. And so his head coach is Dan Campbell. If you recall Dan Campbell, he was obviously a coach with the Saints for a while. And he's also kind of a passionate, like, talks a lot guy. And I think they fit very well together. And I think if you're the Saints, you you need to be able to harness this in a way that's positive. And and, and it's funny because I've always kind of seen Alvin Kamara as a, as a lead by example guy as opposed to a lead by talking guy. And uh, I think Jamal is... Uh, quite the opposite in that respect. And here's that clip. Well, I let y'all know, man, today is the minimum of effort. Do not give up. Do not feel like you're tired. Were you tired? Think of last year and think of that record. Every time I get tired or I think I can't go no more, I think of that record. Last year wasn't it. That ain't us. We can make it. Have some heart. I get emotional about this. I'm about to cry because I care about y'all. Do your best. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. Lions. Lions on three. One, two, three. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
obviously, you know, you, we heard the emotion talking about, you know, his grandfather. He's not af- afraid to bring that emotion in front of his teammates on a daily basis either. I can't wait for these dual interviews again. We used to get that with Boom and Zoom, you know, Ingram and and Alvin Kamara. I can only imagine what the combo of Williams and Kamara is going to be like now. Yeah, well, it is going to be interesting to see. You know, I, and the only reason I'm bringing a lot of this up is because this is someone you are incorporating into your locker room. There's gonna, there's a lot of character there, right? And you kind of saw this with, and, and they're very different people. But CJ Gardner Johnson was also a very big character in the locker room. And when it was going well, it was going well. When it was going badly, going badly. And then you saw him get traded out of town. And so I'm just, I think it is interesting to see. This is a very bombastic personality who's going to be added to the locker room. And you got to accommodate that, right? Like DeMario is the guy who makes that speech for the saints. You know, how how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you incorporate that? Um, But then, then you have moments, you have moments like when he had a pair of reporters play rock, paper, scissors to ask him a question. Oh, snap. Rock, paper, scissors, rock, paper, scissors, rock, paper, scissors. Come on, keep going. Two out of three. All right, he won the first one. Come on, one more. Two out of three. Keep going. Oh, come on. All right, come on. All right, go ahead. <laughs> My favorite part is it. So I put a thread of these together. My favorite part is when he's laughing at the end, he's like literally looking at the reporter who lost and pointing and saying, ah. Um, one more. Uh, this is This is Jamal getting very, very offended at a reporter's pronunciation of the word Pokemon. Oh, also, he doesn't watch TV. I don't watch TV. You didn't hear about it? I'm trying not to cuss. I don't care. I just want to play football and go home. You're holding me me right now. I just want to go home and play Pokemon. Go home and play Pokemon? Yeah, Pokemon. Don't do that. You can't disrespect Pokemon like that. Pokemon. You sound I, I got old. my nephew some Pokemon cards. They're kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what cards you got on. They must have sucked because you you calling them Pokemon. <laughs> but it's a fine. Never mind. I'm off topic. Come on. My- <laughs> there's, there's just so much. There's just so much going on. What's awesome too is I'm sure you saw the uh, old BYU video of him and Taysom Hill together getting interviewed, and they played like a uh, family feud style type of game, also a dating game. To, to, you know, questions about each other if they knew it and. Uh, that's a reunion reunion now on the Saints roster. That's going to be great as well. They look to be cutting up and having a good time with each other back at the BYU day. So we've had that Ohio State Buckeye, you know, brotherhood. Now we've got a little bit of a BYU brotherhood between these two power backs. Yeah, and you know, it, it is funny too because every time you see someone out of BYU, you're like, oh my god, he's going to be like 33. Jamal Williams. It feels like he's been in the league forever. He's only 27, right? Uh, right. Which is like. It's kind of strange. Like you see, like that's kind of the deal with BYU guys, but he has managed to avoid that because he played four years for the Packers. He's now played two years for the Lions and now he's with the Saints. But yeah, you kind of get that just character that comes out. He's very outspoken. He's going to be the, you know, he's the guy who you better, he he better put up because he's going to talk, right? Like the reason CJ was so effective was like, he's going to talk, but he's going to back it up. And and it's a danger though because you do you, when you talk like that, and you get and you for example you put out a clip like this. Next year it gets very very interesting, yeah, yeah. particularly with y'all 
Green Bay if Aaron Rodgers stays, and of course Minnesota. What are your thoughts? Uh, it don't matter. We we taking the north. <laughs> oh. The change has started. Like the tide of the season change has started. So, so like if you're gonna say stuff like that, you better back it up because that's bulletin board material for everyone else in the division. And two years ago, we heard that when the Giants were coming, and CJ was like, "Oh, it's gonna get late early in the Superdome, right?" It was week four. The Giants were 0-3, and they came in and they beat them, right? And and it's like that's the type of soundbite that gets held against you in those matchups. And it's like you want to give as little of that material as possible to the point where it's like you want it to fire up your team, but you don't want it to fire up the other team. Uh, and so that I think that's a balance you have to hit. And it's kind of interesting. And you know, we're talking a lot about him as kind of a person in this. We are talking to him in person tomorrow. So uh, we're going to have a lot more in the next episode, you know, from his perspective. And we're going to ask him about, you know, his role in the offense, how he was able to score 17 touchdowns. And he probably Naruto will come up at some point. So we're going to get him. We're going to talk to the other free agents as well. So we'll have a lot more on, you know, kind of how he fits in the offense going forward. But I do feel like this is this topic and this this character it's himself is worthy of an entire segment of this podcast. Oh, for sure. Just because, yeah, that kind of animated output we see from players now is not very common. You, you know, we we have a few characters in the Saints locker room. Obviously, we look forward to talking like an Alvin Kamara, a Cam Jordan. But yeah, the the this guy seems to be even a different level to that. And comparing him with C.J. Gardner Johnson, obviously. I see what you're going there, but CJ's definitely more of the antagonizer. I don't see like Jamal Williams being like that on the field at all. He might be outspoken, but it's going to be more fun-loving, carefree kind of thing. I don't think he's pushing other folks' button. I don't know. No, yeah, he's not. I'm not talking about him on the field so much as I'm talking about him in the locker room. Okay. Right? Like on the field, I don't think he's like a guy who's trying to get under your skin. But, you know, he's going to score touchdowns and that's going to get under your skin on its own right. And, you know, we, you can, we, so here we go. We have one more clip that I'll play and it is a mic'd up segment. Um, okay. And I, I don't know how this is going to be without the, the, the video. It might be better. It might be worse because he makes <laughs> some funny sounds. Um, there's one, you will hear him cackling and that, and, and keep in mind that part, which you will know when you hear it, is him skipping out of the locker room with the team coming onto the field. So, so just envision that in your mind and understand when you get to it, that's what's happening. And Because if I hear that at any point in the Superdome next season, I'm going to lose it. And uh, here's that clip. Making sure you was ready. Let's do it today. Love it, man. I love, love you too. <laughs> Easy. Oh. Easy. Way to finish it. I'm happy when one of us score. I'm good. I'm happy. Hey! 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 Be good! Hey, nah, nah. What was all that for? I don't know what happened, man. <laughs> hey, that was you? Yeah! We owe y'all boys more. I, I get that, but damn! <laughs> all right, all righty. He ain't do nothing. That sound like a little teddy bear. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> spin moves is unbelievable. <laughs> Hopefully Madden boosts up my speed a little bit. Ooh, 144. Hell yeah. That work. 
So, you know, we, we talk about kind of the antics on the field of like a CJ and he's constantly getting other people's skin. He has guys throwing punches at him. That's not the type of like, they are very different, right? In terms of, you can hear that. It's more of a kind of fun loving experience. And it's just a mic'd up segment. You don't know all of what he's saying, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a different type of thing and he is a different type of guy. Um, and I think fans will quickly start to learn that. Yeah, he's definitely going to become an early favorite. And yeah, it's so looking forward to seeing the Saints press conference tomorrow, what he's going to bring. And uh, yeah, definitely tune into Sports Talk Friday on WWL. We're only 4 to 5.30, but we're going to be packing it with a bunch of uh, free agency punch. And Jamal Williams will be one of those guys we talk to. Yep, Jamal Williams, Colin Saunders, and Nathan Shepard. We'll have all Trifecta. three of them. But all right, let's wrap up. Let's wrap up that segment, and uh, we're gonna come back and we're gonna talk more about Jawan, who we talked about today. He got that new two-year, twelve million dollar contract, and he had a lot of interesting things to say. So we're gonna have a good chunk of that interview that we will play, and then we'll talk about it because that's what a podcast is. Size like. Right.